Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast. Today I've got something a little bit different for you. I want to share a couple of lessons from the course I'm running this month, The Scholar's Way. I'm incredibly passionate about this course. I want as many people as possible to do it. And so I've been absolutely thrilled uh, to see it being so warmly received uh, by students who've been taking it so far uh, and hearing them say such great things about how it's been helping them find more clarity, consistency, uh, and a point a lot of people have been making, you know, enjoyment uh, in their studies. Um, So I wanted to give a couple of the lessons a wider audience here on the Exam Study Experts podcast. Most of the lessons in the course are below five minutes in length. Uh, The two I've chosen to share with you today are both a touch longer, but not by much. So it should still make for a fairly punchy and hopefully very high impact episode for you today. The first lesson I'm going to play for you now is a powerful question to help you really laser focus in on what really matters most and help you prioritise your no doubt limited time accordingly. The second lesson, which you'll hear uh, in the second half of the episode, is all about finding flow in your studies. Without further ado, let me hand right over to uh, me uh, for the first lesson for you today. Enjoy. Every year, The premier rowing crews at Oxford and Cambridge universities race each other down the Thames in London. It's a very famous race, just simply called the Boat Race. It was first held in 1829. Mark Durand, who was one of my own lecturers when when I studied at Cambridge, once did an ethnography project. He's an ethnographer by trade. That means he studies people by, by living Close, uh, close quarters with them and, and, and just sort of studying them and observing them uh, kind of from, from within uh, a particular community. He once did a project with the Cambridge boat race crew uh, for a season as they trained for the boat race one year. And the book he wrote about his experience is called The Last Amateurs. I should warn that uh, the language in it is not child-friendly. I wanted to read a passage which is family friendly, is safe for all viewers, um, because that pas- this passage just gives such a good flavour of boat race mentality uh, and sets me very up nice, sets me up very nicely for today's mindset lesson that I want to share with you. International rowing is about trying to get the best possible result. So is the boat race, but there is a difference. At the Olympic Games, it is possible to win gold, silver and bronze. For some people, these honours may be out of reach. Making the final or even getting to the Games is an incredible achievement. The boat race is completely different. The glory is in winning. There are no silver medals. There is no second place. You win or you lose. Defeat is taken extremely hard, not just as an individual or as a whole crew. The disappointment is felt by everyone involved, and even past blues, past uh, crews of, of the boat race. In some strange way, that is what makes the boat race so special. One of the key insights from 
Mark Duran's project with the boat race crew is on the decision-making process when it comes to making difficult calls about, for example, who does or doesn't make the final rowing crew, where they sit in the boat, uh, training programs, all that kind of thing. Um, it's an incredibly rigorous training process. Um, you know, one of the most, I guess, professionalized amateur training processes in the world. They're, it's, they're amateurs. They're not professional sports people, um, but they behave as if they were professionals uh, and take it extremely seriously. Um, many of them are past, um, you know, world champions and Olympic medalists uh, themselves that have come to Oxford or Cambridge, particularly with the hope of, of being part of the boat race, the historic boat race. So, so Mark's uh, real insight is kind of all these complicated decisions about how to best prepare and who should be in the boat, all that. All that is boiled down to one overriding question. What will make the boat go faster? What will make the boat go faster? Whatever it is, that's what we'll do. And I submit to you that this clarity, this beautiful, elegant simplicity is worth learning from and thinking about how you can apply uh, in in your own life. Uh, you know, in the case of a company or a business, the the, the boat go faster for that business, that company, um, might be, well, how can we maximise our profits? Or if you're a charity, it might be, you know, how many acres of rainforest can we save? Or, or, or you know, whatever your aim as, as a charitable organisation is. For us scholars, the question will generally be something along the lines of, what will score me the most extra marks in the exam or in your assignment? I think it's worth noting a couple of things about this question. It's free from judgment. So what will score me the most extra marks in the exam? It's not saying how can we, in, in the case of the boat race question, you know, it's not saying how can we row the race in under 17 minutes. It's not saying how can we get an A. It's also free from competition. It's not saying how can we beat Oxford. It's not saying how can we come ahead of our classmates. No judgment, no competition. Instead, it's simply focused on that one variable that you can control, the one variable that really matters at the end of the day, which is, for the boat race crew, how fast the boat goes. Or for scholars, how many marks we score. Now, I feel a bit awkward saying that because I know there's more to scholarship than just scoring marks. But, you know, a big part of my um, drive is to help you play the game and get the results you're looking for in your exams and assignments. So I know there are other benefits as well. And it's important to learn not just to get the marks, but, uh, you know, ultimately, that's what a lot of people come to me for help for. So cut through the noise in your own scholarship uh, in your own study plan uh, in deciding what's right for you, what you should focus on, what you should do next, how much time you should spend on different things. Cut through all of that. Come back to the question. What will make your boat go faster? What will make you score the most extra marks? Once you have that clarity of purpose, you might be surprised at how much easier it is to start making sensible and effective decisions, uh, particularly about what to prioritise in your studies. And we will come back and talk about more about prioritisation uh, tomorrow. But for now, what is your boat go faster question? What is your version of that one question that overrides everything else uh, that is the thing you're aiming towards? What is your boat go faster question? Well, I hope you enjoyed that. And please do take some time now or later to really think about the answer to that question. What will make the boat go faster for you? What is your version of that question? Uh, and what that might mean for you in terms of how to allocate that most limited of finite resources for so many of us, that is our available time. 
Next up, I want to talk to you about the magic of flow state. What is it, why it matters, and how we can cultivate it. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to The Scholar's Way and to day six. If you've made it this far, congratulations, we're nearly at the end of the first week. Uh, and I should particularly say at this junction, we're starting to move past the the kind of heavy hitting, oh, let's get you moving with your studies territory. We're now going to kind of move past that and everything else for the rest of the 30-day process is going to be exploring other aspects of your scholarly mindset uh, with the objective of helping you find as much fun and flow in your studies as possible. On the subject of flow, that is our topic for today. So, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, is a psychologist who spent his life studying what makes humans truly happy. And he reached quite an interesting conclusion. The result of his lifetime of pondering was the very famous flow theory, based on the idea that happiness, like actual life satisfaction, is really just made up of how you're feeling moment to moment. Uh, and, you know, one of the ways we can feel good moment to moment is, is, is you know, pleasure, sensory pleasure, like, you know, eating a delicious meal or, you know, experiencing some really beautiful music. But uh, he argued that was, you know, you can't kind of live life just purely going after moments of sheer hedonistic pleasure. Um, we also need to, to kind of focus on like satisfaction. So like how you are deriving satisfaction from you know your job if you have one and for everybody listening to this your your studies your your scholarly pursuits um and he felt that people were at their most satisfied when they were in a state that he described as being in flow state uh it's a sort of a genuinely satisfying state of consciousness uh during which people experience deep enjoyment you may be feeling very creative uh, you're very productive you, you get into that state mihai writes when your challenges and skill level match so it's the task isn't so easy for you that you're you're kind of bored or or tuned out but it's also not so incredibly challenging that you can't make progress and you're frustrated it's when something is challenging enough to immerse you completely, engage you completely, but not so difficult that you're, you're kind of getting anxious and frustrated about it. You become so immersed that you forget your worries and, and time just flies by. I don't know if you've ever had that experience of sitting down to work on something and then, you know, it's, it's like an hour's gone and you're like, oh my gosh, where did that time, where did that time go? You're just so most immersed in, in, the, in the task. It, you were in flow. When does this happen in your life? For me, flow often comes when I, I get to write on, write something, to so write an article for the blog or write a chapter for a book. Um, often also happens when I write PowerPoint slides uh, for for workshops and presentations. And uh, you know, you see many examples of my PowerPoint slides elsewhere in the the Study Smarter Network. Not for this course. This course is just 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 you and me having a conversation. Um, but I write a lot of slides, and I'm often in flow states when I'm designing them. In both cases, when I stop to think about it, there there are things that I actively do to nurture my ability to get into flow state. Uh, in, in both of those examples I just gave, so writing and, and making slides. In particular, I break up the process. So I don't ever, if I'm writing, I don't ever just open up a blank Word document um, and stare at an empty page. Rather, I plan out the structure first. I decide on perhaps the subheadings or the areas I want to talk about. I'll maybe outline a few bullets. 
And then I go back and fill it in and write the prose, write up the sentences and paragraphs. I can get into flow both in doing the outlining and in doing the writing up, but I don't think I would get into flow anywhere near as often if I was trying to do it all at the same time and do both the structuring like and the writing up as I went along. Just be too much. I'd like be constantly flitting between my thoughts about the big picture, my thoughts about the sentence or paragraph I was writing. It'd be too much. Um, it'd be, it'd be, I'd be making far slower, far heavier going practice as a result. I wouldn't get into flow state. I think this is actually quite linked to some of the ideas we talked about elsewhere in the Study Smarter Network, particularly in the Total Memory Mastery course uh, and in the Secrets of Memory Part 1 workshop, where we talked about cognitive overload uh, and how breaking up tasks can often be the key, uh, you know, as I was describing in that writing example. Breaking up tasks uh, can often be the key to unlocking your ability to make faster and easier progress. So do go back and take a look at that course if you haven't already seen it. It's a really nice way to think about helping ways you can help yourself get into flow. Now, I think it's important to say you're not always going to be in flow. That's not our goal, like to expect to get into flow, uh, you know, all day, every single day. Like Realistically, it's not going to happen. But if we can create the conditions to make it that much easier to get into flow state, uh, as I was describing with breaking up the tasks, that's obviously a really good thing. You may also want to think about, well, what are the tasks that for, for you are most likely to, to help you get into that state? And you may even use that information to help you make life decisions. So you may choose to take more courses or do more of a certain career path if the tasks involved in those courses or careers are tasks where you get into flow. If you do that, you will be in flow more often and you will have a more satisfying you will have more satisfying and enjoyable days and life is just a combination of days added together so you'll have a more satisfying and enjoyable life. So, um my question for you today is quite simply what are the tasks that are most likely to get you in flow state? What are you working on when you get into that state of flow? Wishing you every success as always in your studies and in finding flow. Well, I hope you enjoyed those two little lessons from The Scholar's Way. Before we go today, if you would enjoy waking up to a little lesson like this each morning for the next 30 days, then I'd warmly invite you to enrol on the full course. I've been running this as a live programme uh, for the past two or three weeks, uh, releasing a lesson each day. Um, but now you can sign up to the whole programme on a self-based basis, uh, working through the lessons at your own speed. Uh, so anytime now or in the future, you can go to uh, examstudyexpert.com forward slash TSW to enrol in the full program on a self-paced basis and enjoy all 30 lessons uh, at your own pace. Um, there are 30 lessons just like these in total. Uh, so if you did one per day, it would take you the next 30 days to get through the whole program, uh, just sort of five minutes each morning. Um, or if you wanted to take weekends off, uh, you might take you close to the next 40 days. Either way, all lessons are available uh, through your choice of either video lesson. So if you want me there on your phone screen talking to you, uh, watch the videos. Uh, and I've also made it available via a private podcast feed. Uh, so you can pop on the mini podcast each morning while you're getting ready for the day or on your commute uh, and a nice convenient way to to work through the course uh, in, in, in audio format. 
Um, the power of these 30 little reflections, 30 little nudges like the two I've shared with you today, all stacked on top of each other, adds up to really quite a significant uh, shift in your life, I think. And that's the power of the scholar's way in helping you find focus, flow, and maybe even a little more fun in your studies, helping you zoom in on getting the things that matter done, making peace with what you can't get to, finding ways to rise to tougher challenges and feel comfortable and in control of the whole process. I'm, I'm really, really passionate about what the course can do for you, uh, which is why I wanted to share uh, at least a little of it on the full podcast uh, as I've done today. Um, but if you'd like to go deeper and experience the full program, uh, head, as I say, to examstudyexpert.com forward slash TSW. This kind of mindset work really is the foundation on which everything else rests. So please do take the time to experience the full Scholar's Way programme for yourself. Again, that's at examstudyexpert.com forward slash TSW, as in the Scholar's Way, TSW. All that remains is for me to thank you so much, as always, for listening today and wishing you every success in your studies. Just before you go, did you know you can hire William as your very own coach and mentor to show you the stress-free way to ace your exams by studying smarter, not harder? Find out how at examstudyexpert.com slash coaching.